Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Glad to have this young lady back. Her name is Kara Dansky. She's an author. She's an attorney. We've had her on before. It's karadansky.com. K-A-R-A-D-A-N-S-K-Y.com. Kara, how are you? Good to see you again. I'm good. Thanks. Good to see you, too. Really good to have you back on the program. Now, you, you are somebody who is not necessarily politically aligned with me. I'm a conservative guy. You're, you're a lifelong liberal, I understand, right? Yep. I would consider myself a progressive leftist Democrat feminist. Yet, for some reason, you're against the whole trans stuff and men infiltrating women's sports um, movement that's happening now. And, and I'm glad you are. So you and I can align on that. I've got five daughters. I've got three sisters and a mother. I've got a wife. I mean, I, I want women to have their own spaces. And I don't think me at 61245 should be infiltrating their spaces, no matter what it happens to be. You've got a book out. It's called The Reckoning. It's been out for a couple of weeks now. So let, let's start from what you and I talked about just a minute ago. I don't think some weightlifter somewhere in the middle of America decided, I'm now a woman, let me go compete against the women. It feels to me like there's a conglomeration, almost a a corporation of let's infiltrate women's spaces because people are afraid to even question us about it. Is that what's going on? Is there a, a star chamber of sorts that's doing this? Absolutely. So you mentioned my book, The Reckoning. The full title is The Reckoning, How the Democrats and the Left Betrayed Women and Girls. I'm saying this as a lifelong Democrat and a leftist feminist. But it's true. And the book goes through point by point how all of the Democrats in leadership know exactly what they're doing. It goes through all the traditionally progressive, so-called progressive organizations that know what they're doing. It also goes to the media. And so I'm not alone in being on the political left and opposing this. There are countless rank and file Democrats all over the United States who are absolutely disgusted with the Democratic Party leadership and with the traditionally so-called progressive organizations and how they're pushing to allow men to invade women's spaces and sports, among other things. And so part of my intention with the book is to persuade American, Democratic, liberal, progressive, however you want to refer to them, women, that we need to start speaking out about this. A lot of people are scared to speak out about it. I understand why. But we need to start speaking out about this, and we need to make sure our lawmakers understand our opposition with our voices and with our votes if necessary. It's called The Reckoning. What's, what's the subtitle? How the Democrats and the left betrayed women and girls. Okay, I don't think that I have the whole thing in my, on my page here, but I'm glad that you said that. Go and get the reckoning. It's out now. Um, the question that I had, I think, last time we spoke, and I'm going to bring it up again. I was in elementary school when Title IX came around, and I asked my, my gym teacher, my PE teacher, who was a woman, what does that mean? And she told me. She said, it's just about girls and women having the same opportunities as boys and men. And I said, well, that makes sense to me. I've got a bunch of sisters, and I like my mom just fine. So I don't see why there wouldn't be equal opportunity at least. Even if you can't play on the same football team, there should be something like that available to women and girls because it's only fair. That made sense to me. They now, in this day and age, 50 years later, have decided that we not only have to make make sure there are opportunities for women and girls, we have to call any male that wants to identify as a as a woman or a girl, we have to give them the same opportunities, which in essence, Karen, maybe I'm dumb, takes away opportunities from actual ex-human beings, doesn't it? 
Absolutely. And this started under President Obama, who put out some guidance in 2016 that told schools that they would have to reinterpret the word sex to include the nebulous, amorphous phrase gender identity, which is code for letting men and boys who claim to be women and girls into women's sports. Uh, that guidance was reversed in 2017, but it's back and it's back as of January 2021 with a vengeance. Well, the question is simple, and, and I've been asking questions for 35 years of my life. Why? Why exactly do they want to eliminate women? Is this about population control? Is this about uh, about making us genderless as a population? What is this? So if anyone really wants to understand why, you have to go to something called the 11th Hour blog. It was founded and is uh, run by my friend Jennifer Billick, who she, she really delves into the question of why. I talk about it extensively in my book. The, the real answer is there's a tremendous amount of money behind this. It's a conglomeration of medical institutions, pharma institutions, biotech institutions that are really fueling this. And, and this is all about, so this is bottom line. It, does it have anything, in your opinion, to, to do with the WEF, the globalist movement, and the fact that so many people have said out loud in speeches that we have too many people on the planet? Because if you take away the gender, male and female, then you take away the ability to procreate or the want or desire to procreate, then you can you can call the herd, if, if well, for lack of a better term. Could that be a part of it or not? I have no idea if it has to do with population control, but I do know that the WEF is definitely implicated in all of this. Another person to look at is a man named Martin Rothblatt, who has a company called Terrasem. He talks a lot about... He has a book out called uh, From Transgender to Transhuman, and he talks a lot about his agenda, which is essentially turning us all into bots. Now, ordinarily, that would sound like a conspiracy theory, except that he's very open about this. He talks about it openly. He talks about it at Time and at Newsweek. And uh, he's not just some strange person living in his mother's basement. He has millions and millions of dollars that he puts toward accomplishing this agenda. And he's got a huge platform. It's uh, Kara Dansky. Go to karadansky.com. And again, it's D-A-N-S-K-Y.com. Make sure you go and get this book. It's called The Reckoning, How the Democrats and the Left Betrayed Women and Girls. It's Kara Dansky. And again, K-A-R-A-D-A-N-S-K-Y.com. Go there and find out everything that she does. So as we're watching this go on, again, I can harken back to when I was a kid. We had people that were trans, uh, transsexual. I believe Renee Richards was a man that, that decided he was a woman. They played tennis. And then we had transvestites, those who actually literally were wearing the vest that we're wearing the, the outfits of the opposite gender. But now we've got something called transgender. And if you don't use the proper term, you could be canceled. Is this all a part of the, con- the conglomeration you were talking about? That we're going to change the terminology, force you to use these pronouns, force the acceptance or else you're out? Absolutely. And it's really interesting. There was a book put out in 1979 by feminist professor Janice Raymond called The Transsexual Empire. She republished it in 1994 with an introduction that talks about the emergence of the word transgender in the early 1990s. So this has been around with us for a while, but it's very difficult to know that if you're not paying close attention, because most mainstream media outlets will not talk about this. You know, we have a movement in this country where it's beneficial if you want to say you're the opposite gender. It's somehow, it's incentivized. You know, we, we talk about this person calling himself Leah Thomas in Pennsylvania, who won all of the swimming championships. And it's funny because I've had Riley Gaines on many times, and Riley said she did tie Leah Thomas or William Thomas, uh, but but that William Thomas or Leah, whatever, um, decided to pull back at the end, probably could have beaten her rather easily. So we're incentivizing it for a purpose. Is there a reason? Because I don't know that Leah Thomas 
uh, or this person has changed anything physically or has gone through anything that would make anybody money other than raising the the appearance and the spotlight on this whole movement. So are they incentivizing it on purpose? You know, there was a feminist movement in the 1960s and 70s that accomplished a lot. Uh, The second wave feminist movement accomplished rape crisis centers, domestic violence shelters. We got some laws changed so that women can't be raped by their husbands. And one theory is that all of this is to undo the rights that women secured in the second wave feminist movement. Why don't they want women to have rights? Why hasn't society ever wanted women to have rights? Well, I mean, Why I'm with you, but I mean, we're more advanced more and more modern than most societies out there. And, and I mean, after women's suffrage, I thought it was... It was looking better. And certainly after the 60s, as you mentioned, it's looking better. And now we're seeing the pay gap shrink a bit and it's getting better. So why, why do we want to go backward? Those, those who are pushing all of those things appear, care to be the ones that are pushing this now. I don't get it. Yeah. I mean, I say repeatedly throughout my book, even though it's the Democrats pushing this, this is one of the most sexist, regressive, homophobic movements I've seen in my lifetime. We could talk about that, too. We had something in this country called a gay rights movement. It was very successful. It won same-sex marriage at the Supreme Court. And now you can't protect same-sex attraction if you can't acknowledge the material reality of sex. And I've got plenty of people in my life, lesbians and gay men, who are just as angry about this as I am, all from the political left. It's crazy. It's Kara Damsky. Get her book. It's called The Reckoning, How the Democrats and the Left Betrayed Women and Girls. For those who are watching, we lost uh, the video connection, but we still hear Kara just fine. Um, I'm seeing news stories where women are saying, I'm not going to play pool against that man in a women's tournament. I'm not going to swim against that man in the swimming uh, meet that's for females. I'm not going to play fill-in-the-blank game or box against somebody who is a biological male when I'm a female. It's supposed to be a female tournament. Um, Are we turning the corner or are we just starting to hear more stories like this and it really isn't enough to change things yet? We are turning a corner. You mentioned Riley Gaines earlier. Thanks so much to Riley for her absolute courage in standing up for this. Recently, just a few months ago, an entire women's swimming team at Roanoke College all collectively stood up and said no. They just were not going to swim and they were not going to share a locker room with a guy who wanted to swim on their swim team. And Riley came out to support them. So I definitely think we're starting to turn a corner. Good. Uh, As we were watching recently, there was a story. I don't know exactly where it was from. I feel like it was in the Carolinas. There was a 50-year-old man that was swimming against 13-year-old girls. Um, And he. I guess the question is this. Kara, how far can it go? If I can say I'm a female and I'm not, can I also say I'm 13 when I'm 57? I mean, that's a really important question. There's a legal case uh, coming out of Oregon where a man wanted to participate in a beauty pageant that had a, quote, natural born female category. And uh, he lost. And I'm very happy to say he lost. But one of the points that the judge made in deciding the case was that if this man could, quote, identify as a woman and participate in the pageant on the basis of that and and enter the women's category, uh, the eligibility category, then he could also just identify that anyone could just identify as being within the age eligibility category. Um, And that's a really important point. We have to understand where this is going. Uh, in the book, The Reckoning, how the, how the Democrats and the left betrayed women and girls, Kara gets into all this in depth. I, I'm not sure if you get into this in the book, but I want to ask you because you've studied it so well. Um, 
gender dysphoria is a real thing. It's a psychological issue that's real. But it only really affects, from what I understand, less than 1% of the human population. We're seeing percentages of those who identify as something other than what they are biologically skyrocket. And as you said, it's probably the conglomeration of people who are, are out there making money. There's a medical... Um, uh, money, it's not, I was going to say laundering, but it's not. Money printing machine, basically, if we can convince more and more people that they're facing this. What would you suggest to somebody who's watching or listening that does feel, you know, I'm not in the right body. I don't feel like I was given exactly what I was supposed to be given, and I feel like I'm the opposite gender. Because the last thing I want to hear is more 13, 14, 15-year-olds getting surgery and being mutilated. What would you tell them? Yeah, it's interesting. So gender dysphoria is a diagnosis in the DSM, but it's really not very aptly named (laughs) when it refers to people who actually believe they are the opposite sex. And I know there are people who actually believe they are the opposite sex and they experience tremendous stress at the thought of their own sexed bodies. And I completely believe that those people are absolutely sincere. And I really want all of them to get the psychological help that they need to accept themselves as they are in their sex bodies. Um, And then there's another category of people who are just calling themselves trans. Uh, There's specifically a category of men who are autogynophiles. This category of men are men who are sexually aroused at the thought of themselves as women. And that's much more insidious. Um, so, you know, yes, there are people who are genuinely confused about their sex, and then there are people who are just lying. It's uh, karadamski.com. Get her book. It's called The Reckoning, How the Democrats and the Left Betrayed Women and Girls. Uh, one last uh, example. There was a STEM um, conference recently that was for women, and that's, I guess, science, technology, uh, electronics, and, and math, something like that. Uh, no, uh, engineering and math. So STEM is underrepresented by women. And we as a society want to make sure women understand they have the opportunities to go and do these jobs. Everybody who showed up was a biological male who claimed they were non-binary. Everybody. There wasn't one woman, from what I understand, who showed up. What is it going to take for our society to say, you know, we're, we're pretending like we're offering opportunities to women, but we're really not, and we're afraid to stop the men who are taking the opportunities? What is it going to take? Something, a, a, a dictatorial, uh, some sort of a, an executive order from the White House? Will it take the WAF to back off? What's it going to take for us to say enough? So the last chapter of my book is called A Cautionary Tale and a Policy Prescription. And that goes into, as you mentioned, uh, developments in the UK. It talks about how women and men in the Labour Party are leaving the Labour Party in droves. Women and men in the Green Party are leaving the Green Party in the UK in droves. The same thing's happening in Australia, in Spain, uh, a very left-wing government uh, pushed through legislation to allow anyone to, quote, identify as whatever sex they want, and the voters voted them out. So what I'm telling uh, Democrat Party leadership in my book is, look, it's time to change course. Hold yourselves accountable. Explain and apologize for what you have done to women and girls as a sex class. And if you don't do that, you're going to have some very serious problems in 2024. I suggest everybody go and read this book. It's Kara Dansky. Go and get the reckoning, how the Democrats and the left betrayed women and girls. Uh, Kara, I appreciate you working through the technical issues. Let's do it again very soon, okay? I'd love to. Thanks so much. Apologies again. Uh, No problem at all. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pag Show. Great to have you. Really appreciate Kara Dansky coming back on. And again, we don't agree politically on a lot, but we certainly agree on this. I'm not really sure why we live in a society 
We're even a planet that uh, we're just ignoring biology. We're ignoring science. You know, we're told, follow the science on one issue and then ignore the science on another issue. And if a 50-something-year-old man wants to swim against 13-year-old girls, that's okay. Because somehow it would offend him if we call him out on what obviously is not biologically true. Doesn't make any sense to me. Make sure you go get her book, The Reckoning. Uh, really, really good stuff. I'm glad that we got into uh, also the, the gender dysphoria. Because there are truly people who believe they are the, in, in the wrong body and they're the wrong gender. I get that. They should get the, the help that they need. But allowing men to infiltrate women's sports and spaces doesn't make sense to me. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Got to remind you about Super Beats. When I tell you about Super Beats, it makes me smile because Super Beats honestly give you a nice boost of energy. They just do. They had the powder for a long time that I was, I was using. Then they got these heart chews that taste great. They smell great. It's almost as if you feel like you're going off that eating plan that you're on. But it's healthy for you. Doesn't taste like some sort of a supplement. Doesn't taste medicine-y. They're delicious. They're compact, too. You take them with you in your gym bag, in your purse, in your console, in the car, maybe in your pocket. And go and check these out because paired with a healthy lifestyle, the antioxidants in Super Beats are clinically shown to be nearly two times more effective at promoting normal blood pressure than a healthy lifestyle alone. That means that you're going to get a nice boost of energy, as I said, and it's going to give you a great level of energy throughout your day. Instead of these highs and lows you experience every day, why not give these a shot and see if they do exactly what it is that I found that they do for me? Double your potential with Super Beats Heart Chews. Get a free 30-day supply of Super Beats Heart Chews and a free full-size bag of turmeric chews valued at $25 by going to JoeLovesBeats.com. JoeLovesBeats.com. Get this exclusive offer only at JoeLovesBeats.com. What I find interesting about a conversation about the trans ideology or queer ideology that's being pushed in our children, in school especially, is you never really get a good answer to this. Because people will say, why do you care? It doesn't, it doesn't affect you. I care because it does. It affects society as a whole. We have worked, as Kara said during the interview, so hard for generations, even centuries, to make sure that women and girls get, get a fair shake. And women and girls are not getting a fair shake. In fact, they're, they're getting a... The, the wrong end of the stick, to be honest with you. What they're getting is, you can have your own space, but if this guy says, and he's 6'4 and 200 pounds, if he says that he is, in fact, a woman or a girl, because in his mind he says so, or he feels like it, you have to accept that. And it's always interesting, because the argument is, nobody's hurting you, why do you care about what pronouns? Well, why do you care if I don't use your pronouns? Why do you care if I have a problem that my, my 15-year-old daughter shouldn't compete against a 50-year-old man? When you give it back, they don't really have an answer. They just want you to shut up and deal with it. And that's something that we're not willing to do. Get Karadansky's book. It is D-A-N-S-K-Y. Make sure you do that. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Mike Rogers next hour, former U.S. representative, former intelligence committee chairman. He's running for U.S. Senate now out of Michigan. And in a seat that should be occupied by a Republican, we're going to talk about what he can do or can't do. Should he become a senator and much more? Joe Pags Show, coming back. This is the Joe Pegg Show.